What if you could find, track, and close deals all in one place? What if your schedule, goals, to-do list, and emails were organized in one tab instead of dozens? What if connecting with customers didn't leave you with so many what ifs? What if I stopped talking in questions and just told you about HubSpot Sales Hub? Meet the new powerful and easy to use sales software designed to help sales teams prospect smarter, grow revenue faster, and mine deeper customer insights all on one connected platform. With HubSpot Sales Hub, your data tools and teams are fully linked in a highly customizable platform that is actually a joy to use. It's smart software for smart sales teams who want to close the year strong. Visit HubSpot.com sales to learn more. HubSpot. Grow better. So many of you have a variety of different products. And my bet is most of your customers came to you because of one of those revenue streams. They probably didn't come for all 10. And then once they got in, if you're doing business the way you should be doing business is you start letting them know about your other products. So as we are getting ready to close out the fourth quarter, one of the things we really want to talk about is how do you maximize the relationship with your current customers? I'm a Hello, Hero Maker. Welcome to the Marketing Made Simple podcast, powered by StoryBrand and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, where we believe your marketing should be easy and it should work. I am your host, Dr. JJ Peterson, and I am joined by my co-host, April Sunshine Hawkins. Hi, April. Hey, JJ. And hello, Hero Maker. So JJ and Hero Maker out there, I love this conversation we've been having the past couple of weeks. We had on Macy Robison, who runs our certification program for our Story Brand Certified Marketing Guides and Agency Owners. And she's really bringing forth, okay, well, what's going on that we need to be aware of as we're going into Q4? And last week, we talked with Tyler Pigott about connecting with people in our network to ask for referrals. And this week, we are going to be talking with Matt Banker, who Macy also mentioned in that episode, and kind of dive deeper into how he was helping his niche clients figure out how to sell more things to their current customers. Yeah, it's been amazing because, you know, we talked about this in both episodes that this economic climate is just weird. It's just weird. It's not necessarily good or bad for a lot of people. It's just weird. And we want to make sure that we take back control of, of some of the things that are going on in our business, continue to grow our business, especially in the fourth quarter. And what we're talking about is just what are the things you can do to do that? Just some simple things. And last week, like you said, get more referrals. And this week, it's really talking about how do you connect with your current customers and grow your business with them specifically? And we talk about this all the time at StoryBrand and Business Made Simple, because depending on how you know us, you may have come in through a specific sales funnel to buy a specific product, right? So we have a lot of people who are Business Made Simple members. That is our online platform that has online learning courses that you can use to grow your business. And we talk all the time about how your business is like an airplane. There are six parts of it. And if you can focus on those six parts, 
then your business will fly far and fast. And so that's what really Business Made Simple does, is focus on your overall business. It's a learning platform. You can do it on your own. And then we have live stream workshops where over two days, you can clarify your marketing message in kind of a small cohort with a story brand certified guide leading you through that. And I teach at it and you often teach at it. And we help people grow their business by clarifying their message. Then we have <laughs> story brand private workshops where we come in and actually help everybody on your team get on the same page. And then we actually certify marketing agencies, train them how to grow their business by using the story brand framework. And then we also help businesses connect with those story brand certified guides so that they can grow their own business. So we have all of these different products and you may have found out about us by buying the book first, or you may have found out about us by somebody who referred you to our live stream, or you heard about somebody who did a private workshop. And we know that not all of our products are a good fit for every single one of our customers. However, what often happens is somebody gets in, they begin to experience the goodness of StoryBrand and the goodness that the framework can bring to their business. And then they start going, well, I also have this other problem over here. Or we notice with them that they have a problem, that we have a product that we can help solve. And we know that if we sell that product to them that they don't even know about to start with, that their business will grow because now they have access to other pieces of our business. That's right. So a typical customer journey could look like somebody buys the Business Made Simple book. They become a Business Made Simple member. They start going through the courses. They go through the Marketing Made Simple course or the Story Brand course and they go, oh, I'd really like to work on this more. And then we send an email that says, hey, we're having a live workshop coming up. They sign up for the live workshop. Then after they go through the live workshop, they go, you know what? Our whole team really needs to get on the same page here. And then if they receive an email from us about, you know, you could host a private workshop, then they're going to their boss or whoever it is that they need approval from and they do a private workshop. And so we're helping people with whatever problem it is they need to solve when it is appropriate to help them solve it. Exactly. And if we don't tell them about the other products, they'll never know. I mean, that's the reality about it. And I'm sure... So many of you out there listening have a variety of different products. Some of you sell one and you might sell it in different size packages or whatever. But so many of you have multiple products, multiple revenue streams. And my bet is most of your customers came to you because of one of those revenue streams. They probably didn't come for all 10. They came for one. And then once they got in, if you're doing business the way you should be doing business is you start letting them know about your other products. But it almost never starts that way. And the mistake that a lot of businesses make is they don't tell their customers about the other products that they sell, right? It, that is huge. Once you've already built a connection with a customer and they have already come into your ecosystem and you worked really hard to get that lead, really hard to make that connection, you want to maximize that relationship. And in reality, 
they want to maximize that relationship. They want to get the most out of you, right? (laughs) And if you have multiple products that can solve multiple problems for them and take them to the next level in their journey, I believe as their guide, it is your responsibility to let them know about it. That is really, really important. And so as we are getting ready to close out the fourth quarter, one of the things we really want to talk about is how do you maximize the relationship with your current customers? There really is, you'll hear it in the interview, but there is a driving question for this episode that I want you to be thinking about having the back of your head all the time because this will inspire you to ultimately connect more of those customers and sell more products. And this is the question. Are most of your clients using most of your products most of the time? Matt brings this up in the interview. It's a brilliant question that actually is really challenging me to think about how we can serve our clients better. Are most of your clients using most of your products most of the time? And if they're not, you're missing out on some opportunity. You're going to love this conversation with Matt because he gives really specific examples that are in his niche. And you know that, okay, yeah, maybe you don't have an exact business model like Matt's. You're not in his exact niche. But when you hear a really super specific example, somehow it just opens up the realm of possibility to you and how you can apply it to your business. So here is my interview with StoryBrand Certified Guide, Matt Banker. I want to talk about these accountants that you serve. And of course, our listener out there, they, not all of them are people who are marketers like you who serve accountants. But I think that a lot of them still struggle with things that your accountants struggle with, like cross-selling or marketing other services that they have to offer or figuring out how to raise their prices and communicate those. And so I want to get into into how you're helping these accountants with these specific challenges. So let's talk first about the cross-selling or marketing other services that they already have to offer. Well, I'm kind of amazed at how often I talk to firm owners. And this is true, like you said, with other businesses as well. And they say, yeah, we do. We do this thing and we do this thing. But, you know, most of our clients only buy one or the other. They're not clients in both ways. So with an accounting firm, often you'll have accounting and payroll and tax preparation as three sort of distinct services. And I keep running into these firm owners who have, they have a lot of tax clients every year. They're super busy dealing with the IRS and filling out tax returns and all that. What they wish though, is that they had more monthly clients, more of those kind of once a year folks, you know, where they're business owners in a lot of cases, not always, but they need a monthly accountant. And they really, they don't have anything set up in their process to actually remarket to the people that they already work with. They already have a good experience. They already trust them, but they don't even realize a lot of these annual clients don't even realize there are additional services that they could offer. And I mean, on one hand, like it's as simple as that, like recognizing, do you have clients who are only using some of the things that you offer. I've heard that, you know, to have a really healthy business, you really want most of your clients using most of your services most of the time. Like that's the best way to really develop the processes, the team, the profitability for your business. And so looking around and saying, okay, are there holes in our customer base where we're only half serving, you know, different people? And then how do we 
communicate that out more broadly. So our listener out there can be asking themselves right now, are most of my clients using most of my services most of the time? And if there is a no or a, oh man, most of my clients are not leveraging hardly any <laughs> of my yeah. services. They're just signed up for one or whatnot. Then what's the next step after we've identified, hey, there needs to be some awareness <laughs> that is built around this, uh, what would you say would be, you know, a, a good next step or or a three-step plan? I don't know if you have one of those, Matt. We love yeah. those around here. Well, you know, the, the first thing is I really think every business should be communicating regularly with their clients. So your marketing emails, your like long-term nurture sequence, yeah, it's for prospects that are coming in. But I think that developing a strong internal referral base is important. Making sure that your clients understand that you offer other services is important. And so making sure that you are communicating regularly with the people who are customers is really important. And, and actually, I think that a lot of businesses will find that it's easier to write content for people that they already work with than it is for these prospects. And my personal opinion is that if you're really being a guide and you're helping your current clients and, and providing really valuable insight and information for them, the prospects are going to recognize that value as well. You don't have to have totally different messages for both. So I guess my first step is figure out what products or services are missing. Step two is make sure that you're you're communicating regularly. I would just say through email is the easiest. You should have an email list of your current clients. You should be communicating that. Now, I don't really think that you should be trying to sell. Like sending out an email blast that just says, Hey, you haven't bought this thing for us from us. You <laughs> yeah. should be you should buy more. I, I don't think that's the right way to treat it, but I, I think that a lot of times it'll it'll maybe you send out an email about a webinar that you're gonna run on, you know, a certain topic that that covers something else that you offer, or maybe you send out just helpful tips, you know, around this other service that are immediately actionable. But then, hey, also, if you wanted to go deeper in this, this is a thing that we that you can hire us to do or you can buy from us. Yeah. Providing value to help solve a problem that they currently have that you have a service for. Right. It's building that awareness. And I love that you're saying, let's not just send an email being like, hey, you want to buy this <laughs> other thing? <laughs> yeah. And you may have to warm up your list a little bit. If, if you haven't been communicating very regularly or well with your list, I would say come up with an editorial calendar of some sort. Come up with a, a list of things that you do want to send that do provide value so that you're not just jumping into if all of a sudden your client base just starts getting pitches from you in their email. A, they they might you know mark you as spam, I guess, is worst case scenario, but they're probably unsubscribed too. If it feels like the only reason that I'm on this list is so that you can sell to me, I don't want to be on that list in most cases. <laughs> That's right. Do you have an example of uh, either how you've done this for your own business or how you've done this for other accountants out there? The example that I, I'm thinking of, I don't know if this is an exact analog for what we're talking about, but a lot of my clients are struggling. Tax season is super busy right? 70, 80 hours a week sometimes for them or their staff. It's not ideal. And so they're looking for ways to, I mean, two things. They're, they're often trying to get rid of those tax clients and replace them with better monthly clients, or they're trying to raise their prices because sometimes they need to drive away some of the business so that they can make the same amount of money with less work. And so if you're in a business that has like an annual, you need to raise your prices regularly. If it's a subscription or you have something that happens every year, you often send out a price 
increase letter. So it's just a natural part of your annual flow. That is a great opportunity, I think, to let your customers know about other services that you have. So some of the accounting firms I work with have uh, a wealth management arm to their business, or they have a more of an advisory aspect to what they do, but a lot of their clients don't realize that they have these other services. And so one way, it's kind of like a two-part strategic move, but you can set up different tiers for your services. And so for an accounting firm, maybe your, your lowest tier is less cost, but you maybe people are eligible for an automatic extension on their taxes. And then your middle tier, you know, if you get your stuff in by our deadlines, you get your taxes submitted by April 15th or whatever. And then our top tier, which is our highest priority clients, is only for people who also use our business advisory services or also use our wealth management services. You're kind of you know, subtly seeding this idea that we have different types of clients. You're, you're this type. You could be that type if you're interested, you know, come talk to us. Often we'll say, you know, set up a webinar to explain and describe what these other services are. So when you send that price increase letter out, people can then sign up for the follow-up webinar to learn more about what else you do. And, and we've seen that work pretty well as a way to communicate other services combined with price increase. It sounds like we're actually offering something of value instead of just delivering bad news that your prices are gonna go up. Right. Uh, and so it can be really effective. The Product Boss, hosted by Jacqueline Snyder and Mina Kunlo-Sitep, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. The podcast really is a workshop-style strategy hour of social media and marketing strategies so you can up-level as a boss of your business. In fact, I was on one of their episodes, and I absolutely love talking to them. And you can check out my episode, episode number 452, called How to Clarify Your Story So Customers Will Buy. Or you can listen to a recent episode, like number 510, titled When Do You Know It's Time to Add Another Sales Channel? They really are fantastic and are so great at helping small businesses take their product sales to the next level. Listen to The Product Boss wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. You created a mastermind for your accountant clients, and I would love for you to just break down how that came about, what it is that you offer in that mastermind, and what it's doing for those accounting businesses. On one hand, it feels like everybody's got a mastermind these days that they're running, and in the space that I operate in, there's lots of masterminds for accounting firm owners like coaches and consultants who are running these groups. Um, it's great. Some of them, you know, I've, I've met a lot of those folks that are doing that. It's it's amazing. What we noticed, though, was that there's a hole in the market. So everything costs either time or money. In a lot of cases, a business owner has more money than they have time. And so they're looking for ways that they can throw money at a problem rather than have to spend a lot of time doing it. Uh, and so what we found was that, you know, with these accounting firms, they have an admin or they have another person on their team who has the aptitude maybe for marketing, but they're not very savvy or they don't have the education for it. And so we said, hey, what if instead of trying to teach owners how to do marketing better, we created a mastermind for their team member, for their admin, and then we can help provide the guidance and the strategy and the training, and then they can put in the hours because it's a person that already is on their team 
you know, has has availability or capacity from an hour standpoint. They just need a little bit more training, knowledge, experience. And so we put it together uh, and it's been it's been a huge hit for our particular audience. It really hit that sweet spot. It's a one to many situation. So from our standpoint, it's great. We don't have to be uh, like having to add more and more team members to you know serve individual clients. So we're, we're working with the group. And from their perspective, they're able to upskill their team to solve a real problem. And to be honest, one of the secret pieces of this for us is that the mastermind also comes with a component where we're communicating directly with the firm owner. So we end up being a little bit of that like bridge between their marketing person and them. And we can say, hey, you got to give this person more resources and money to do their marketing. Or we might say, you know, hey, I don't know that this person is quite the right fit for this role. And that's a really big value to them as well. So it's both training and kind of educating the firm on how to do marketing in a more general sense. And being, again, it just fits with the model of, you know, be the guide. That's a really important part of the way that we approach everything. And it, yeah, there's just this great hole in the market and it's it's been a good success for us. Oh, I love that. And I know that there are listeners out there that are going, well, I love learning about marketing. That's why I'm listening to the Marketing Made Simple podcast. But I know that they have a lot of business owner friends who could care less about learning it and want to empower somebody else on their staff to do this. And so I think it's such a genius move. And you're still standing in that guide space with the connection to the business owner going, hey, we're reporting back to you what we're seeing and what your needs continuing are. And this is the role that this person on your staff can play. They can do these tasks. And then I, we suggest that you do X, Y, Z and just help grow their businesses. So genius, Matt. I mean, just want to call it out. Genius move. I love that so much. And I'm sure that there are listeners out there having light bulb moments go off and go, oh, I could create a similar mastermind for people in those types of roles in my business model. So thank you for providing that idea. As we wrap up here, you know, we're trying to help our listener, our hero maker through this fourth quarter, you know, of the year really feel good, even though the economy is wonky and whatnot. And you've given us some really great ideas. Is there anything else that you want to leave our listener with today? I think the main thing is I am just such a fan of having a clear niche. There are ways to start down that path without having to make the full commitment <laughs> to say, I only work with this type of business. But if I could give one piece of advice to business owners in general is think through that ideal customer, not just who is your customer right now, because you probably have a big you know, client base that's pretty diverse. And I, this is true. Every time I work with an accounting firm, they have all kinds of different businesses, but they know we love working with restaurants or we love working with lawyers or, you know, there's some specific things. And so if you haven't started that process yet, now it, it took us a long time, took me a long time to find our niche. But if I had one piece of advice, if you are in an industry where you see other people who are creating niches for themselves, start down that path. And it, it might take you a little bit, but if you start down that path this year, at the end of this 2023, you know, maybe it's a year from now that you really have that figured out, but uh, I think it's going to pay huge dividends for you down the road in, in most cases. 
It just makes things more simple and it calls out the people that you're trying to serve. And there's plenty of them. There's an abundance of those kinds of people. And you can charge more in most cases. So it's good for your business. It's, it's generally less work. It's easier to market to a niche. You're able to provide more value because it's specific and not general. The only downside is that you're going to have to say no to bad fit clients. And that's going to feel like leaving money on the table at first, but it's going to make you a ton of money later. (laughs) And if you have a great referral that you can give them, you know, then that, you know, people are going to be looking out for you whenever they get clients that are a really good fit for your business as well. So, you know, create that partnership (laughs) of this isn't a good fit for me, but I know it would be a good fit for whoever it is that's going to be so happy to get that business. So, oh, Matt, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to talk to a veteran story brand certified guide. Thanks so much for bringing these ideas and helping these light bulbs go off for our hero maker out there listening today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. That was so good. Okay, Hero Maker, now you have permission to reach out to your current customers and see if there are more products that you can sell to them that will continue to help solving the problems that they are experiencing. And if you are still stuck trying to figure out how to apply the StoryBrand framework into your marketing, you can hire a StoryBrand certified guide like Matt Banker. Just go to marketingmadesimple.com to hire a guide that will show you how to clarify your message and create marketing that works. All right, Hero Maker, it is time to apply everything you learned with this week's actionable step, a practical step from today's conversation you can immediately use to shape your marketing and clarify your message. For this week, here's what I want you to do. I actually want you to write this question down. Are most of your clients using most of your products most of the time? I want that to be in front of you all the time so you can be thinking about how you can connect with your customers to help them solve more problems by selling them more products that you offer. So just write that question down. Now, once that's in front of you and you have that there as a reminder to continue looking at what you can offer more and more to your clients, here's the steps I want you to actually take. The first thing I want you to do is identify a current product or service that you offer that most of your clients are missing out on. What is it that you can sell to your current customers that will continue to help them solve their problems and, more importantly for the purposes of this conversation, grow your own business? What opportunities are you missing out on because your customers don't know about products or service that you offer? So identify that. What is a product or service they're not using currently? Then, second step, I want you to draft a warm-up email for your current customers. In that email, just like Matt said, don't go into heavy selling Offer some kind of value. Show them the value that you can bring to the table with this new product or service and talk about the problem that it solves. Don't have to worry about selling it big. Just do one warm-up email that will actually begin the process of onboarding them to buy this new product or service. If you can do those two things, identify that product and then draft an email 
that ultimately warms them up to buy that product, you are going to have more of your customers using more of your products more of the time. (laughs) That's what this is all about. Taking back control of this uncertain economy and doing the things you can do in order to grow your business. This is a fantastic way to not only serve them well, but for you to be able to grow your business. When you offer your customers other products and services that you have that can solve more of their problems, that is what ultimately makes them the hero of their story. That's what makes you a great guide, and that's what makes you a hero maker. Well, that's all for this week's episode of Marketing Made Simple. Thank you so much for listening and believing like us that your marketing should be easy and it should work. Follow Marketing Made Simple wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you found this episode valuable, please rate and review the show, letting us know how these tips are clarifying your message and growing your business. We'll see you next week. 